2013, 6D Helmets forever changed the way we think about motorcycle safety helmets. With its patented omnidirectional suspension system to help absorb rotational impacts, the original ATR1 helmet swept through the industry and was received with open arms by riders and racers alike. The new 60 ATR2 and ATR2 Youth are even better than the original and carry a limited three-year warranty and a unique technology that allows the helmet to be rebuilt after most crashes. Visit 60helmets.com for more info. Hey guys, you're listening to the uh, Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at 60 Helmets. It is uh, the Monday after Salt Lake City 1, 1 of 7. Um, Swap Moto Live crew here. We've got a nice little Airbnb outside Salt Lake City. And uh, it's Don Maeda, Michael Antonovich, and uh, our co-host Alex Ray of the SGB Racing, Max's Tires, Babbitt's Kawasaki team. So, uh, man, we've been talking all this time about is it going to happen, is it going to happen? And it happened. We were at the races yesterday, and it sure felt good. That was awesome. I uh, honestly can't believe that it happened as smooth as it did. It's weird. Like, in every way, it's weird. But, yeah, they pulled it off, and it looks like there should be nothing to slow this thing down now. Yeah, it was kind of uh, from a media guy's point of view, it was kind of a strange day with obviously no fans, but no fans in the pits. It was super easy to walk around and get around, and then the day was super streamlined. It seemed like it was over before we knew it. What was it like for you, A-Ray, like no fans? I mean, it was honestly for me, it was kind of like a big fair race. I mean, uh, it was uh, it was pretty crazy. I mean, it was, it was pretty low-key, um, very relaxed. I mean, everything, it was like boom, 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 boom. Like it was, it happened really quick, but at the same time it was, it was super chilled and laid back, you know, I mean, we didn't have a bunch of fans rolling around and, you know, I didn't have to freaking go in the morning early and buy and get tickets for anyone. It was, it was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. But, uh, once, once everything started, it sort of felt like itself, like a, like a race, you know? Mm-hmm. So the only thing that I thought was different was when we were just sitting on the gate, like getting ready for the main event or the heat races or anything. And then nothing like, it's just no sound. It's just quiet yeah, throughout the a, whole stadium. Was, there's that was no, weird. not even a, uh, announcer inside the stadium you know the only announcer i heard was when they said we're going to do the national anthem and then that was it and then i never heard anybody over the speaker again and mm-hmm. then to your point about how quiet it is down there i want to say it was one of the practice sessions and seven deuce deuce like started yelling on the line just like let out one yell and you could hear it echo through the building because there's nothing <laughs> yeah. else going on yeah yeah it was nuts it was it was definitely a little bit different but for the most part it was just like one big fair race mm-hmm. it was almost like from the uh from the stands, I could have gone, hey, good luck, Alex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you would have heard me, I think. Oh, you! I would have 100% heard you. That's for sure. What was it like uh, with, you know, the abbreviated schedule? Was it any more hectic for a racer? You know, I thought it was kind of strange how they went heat, heat, LCQ. Yeah, it made sense, like especially for the TV times because I started watching again last night. They put the 250 class on NBC Sports to try to get the 450 class in the spotlight on regular NBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, it doesn't look like we're going to have to do that on Wednesday. It'll be a normal program then, but it was kind of hectic, like especially for a guy like you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I had uh, I had a little bit of a bike issue in the heat race. And were we, you in heat too? Yeah, I was oh. in heat. Oh. Yeah, I was in heat too. So luckily, um, Michael Lindsay was over there. Like, just so happened, like we parked next to each other. Him and then the mechanics, they just went to work uh, and swapped the shock as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. I got to the gate a little bit late, but I didn't even miss my uh, your, your pick. Yeah, I didn't miss my pick. 
thankfully they were behind or something so i was able to pick my uh pick my gate and everything so mm-hmm. i made it with a squeak yeah is that like the big problem because i was standing there by the starting line last night and uh I get where you guys are frustrated. Like it totally makes sense because it's completely different than anything else you guys have ever had to do. You have to go down to the line by yourself. You have to pick your gate. You have to clean the grate, set the bike up, do all those things. And then it gets to become kind of, um, counterproductive because then, you know, if you need an umbrella or you need water or something, well then the one AMA guy has to hand it to you because your mechanics not there. There's nobody to, like help set the bike up straight. And it was like complete disarray. Yeah. It like was, there it was, was a thing weird. like freeze Anderson, Osborne, Barsha, the, four guys were trying to pick out who was going to get what gate. And then that threw the whole main event off. And then the AMA guys started getting pissed. And then the racers started getting pissed at each other. And there was like a big back and forth, but it seems like everybody's getting it figured out now. Like, yeah, Hey, we got through the first one. We know this is rough. It'll be better the second time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you have those guys that take forever to pick their gate, you know, and it's like, I guess it just happens. And then whenever you get down to us guys, we just kind of got to file in, you know, cause they're like, Hey guys, hurry up, pick your gate. Go, let's go. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, we don't really have much time. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it was definitely different, that's for sure. Okay, I saw on TV they showed Zach hit the front brake and kick his whole shot device and mm-hmm. set it himself, which is badass. But were you able to, after the siding lap, ride over and have Cholo Mike help you? Yeah, yeah, I was able to, um, which that was, that was the good part. I was sort of worried about that. Like before the LCQ, like I had them set my whole shot device before I even left the truck. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Whenever we were we were doing, I was like, dude, just set my whole shot device now, and I pinned it up there, and like all through the stuff, and just got on the gate, and then we went. I mean, that's pretty much how. You made it back to the line with plenty of time. <sighs> yeah, I did. Luckily, I was able to keep my uh, my position. Yeah, like, I was able to keep my te- pick. You're texting me like, buddy, there's no way I'm gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, and I, was I know like, they're, they're over there working on the bike, throwing shit everywhere, and I'm like. See, this ain't going to happen. We got like eight minutes, and they just got the shock off. But they got it They got it all back together pretty good. So Okay, so when they swip, swap a shock hurriedly like that with more than one guy helping, yeah, were you on the starting line thinking, I hope everything is tight? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I went down and looked. I was like, man, I was like, do I even have a top shock bolt right now? Because I didn't see them tighten it. <laughs> but I went through. I, I sort of checked everything a little bit, and I was like, you know what? So what, four or five minutes? Yeah. It'll last that long, hell. So, so you, you had the big victory in the LCQ. Mm-hmm. Alex Ray, the checkers. The checkers. I, I'm not happy that they robbed you of a TV interview, though. Yeah, that was but that's, bullshit. that's okay. That's okay. I, I rode over there just to make sure, but yeah, they were like, nah, no, nah, we ain't got time for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the track was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. It was pretty dry. Dude, 29 laps in that main event? That's like... I want to say, is the lap time at, like, State Fair, the motocross track, longer than what your track lap time was last night? I mean, dude, 29 laps. You had to have been, like, dizzy. Dude, yeah. I, I think mean, you I were dizzy. I didn't, I didn't do all 29 laps because I, I my, uh, my fuel boiled and I had to pull off. But, uh, yeah, man, even for the LCQ, it felt like we were out there forever. It seemed like, man, I'm like, dude, how many laps are we doing? It feels like I'm out here forever. I know. The LCQ seemed like a legit heat race. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it felt like. I was like, dude, we're out here for a while. But, I mean, a lot of people, I think the altitude got to them, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, Air's thin up there, you know, and it was super dry, like you said, super windy. Yeah, did the wind affect you on the track at all? Because it was howling at one point. 
Yeah, through that rhythm, uh, that right-handed rhythm where you go like single, table over single, three-three. Yeah. It was like whipping all kinds of ways, and I feel like that's sort of where Kenny sort of got cross-rutted because yeah, the wind man. was sort of blowing you everywhere. Yeah. At one point, right before the main started, there was a big monster banner in the stands that got free, mm -hmm. and it was flapping. And I'm like, I mean, it was a big one. I thought I was gonna like take everyone out the, in the first turn. The can too. Yeah, that, and then during the main event. The mechanics barriers fell over, and after the finish line, they fell yeah. over into the straightaway. It happened towards the first turn too. Yeah, that big, like where that monster energy can was, they yeah. fell down, and they. Luckily, you guys were hugging way to the inside of that thing, so you did, probably didn't even notice. But yeah. yeah, stuff was blowing around everywhere. It was dusty. Like even yeah. down there, I could just feel my eyes just full of dust the whole time. I mean, there was nothing they could really do though with how hot it was, how much the wind was blowing, and just this the track was just baking out i mean mm. it was like they were putting water on it like one second the track would be slicker than goose shit and then the next second it'd be jarring a whiskey fart or yeah popcorn fart <laughs> it, it looked like milestone right before they would uh soak the track down for like the 250c class yeah it was just like that i was like oh god here we go yeah because those 250 heat races were con rough. considering the the weather conditions i think they did a great job yeah. i think so as well i'm just excited that we're back racing and not just sitting on the couch with fiddling our thumbs you yeah. know wondering what's going on so okay so the guys that suffered with conditions um it's it was hot for one you guys aren't used to racing supercross during the day you know at least main events yeah 29 laps a little bit of altitude here right mm -hmm. so so okay so for sure i know that like what tyler bowers pulled off because mm -hmm. he got all lightheaded vince freezy was well inside the top 10 riding really well and he uh he texted me last night and he said all of a sudden it was like boom he it felt like he took a sh seven shots of vodka like oh really lightheaded and, and dizzy dizzy so yeah. he pulled off i know justin hill had issues mm. um yeah uh, baggett right mm -hmm. baggett went from way Leading. out front way out front to uh pretty far back so pretty crazy yeah yeah i wonder how many guys were actually in the uh Astros unit being cooled down afterwards. Could you? What's the rule on days before you get it? Can you? Could, they, could guys have gone and gotten an IV after the race and been legal for Wednesday? Well, then you run into this whole WADA thing, though. You have to. You can only get an IV if it's like medically necessary. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. you'd have to be pretty much on your deathbed. Yeah, pretty much. Either that, or you're sick, or you have like a prescription, or mm -hmm. if it's at the track. But other than that, I think it's it's uh, out of competition. It's like pretty strict. It's pretty with yeah. That. Like even out of competition. Mm -hmm. like, like I understand this is probably gonna fall on deaf ears. You're really not supposed to go to like a hydration station up here. Mm -hmm. Like if you do that and you, they're not gonna do blood doping testing and all that stuff. But yeah, that is against the rules. Like not supposed yeah. to go do that stuff because it's a plasma manipulator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So okay, so I know that the Wednesday night race is a night race, right? Yeah. When is the next day race? Like similar time? I want to say it's Sunday. We haven't gotten all of the schedules all the way yet. Like I've kind of looked at the NBC Gold. Mm -hmm. stuff of when things are going to happen but even then i don't have it memorized i just know like i'm going to take it race by race and find out yeah but yeah wednesday like practice doesn't start till two or three yeah you know that's a huge difference from 7 30 8 o'clock yesterday then the, the the heat races and stuff are going to be happening in the hottest time of the day yeah kind of like the main the other day yeah. it's going to be and then it's going to run late into the night so it'll be like when we go to those euro supercrosses and they're racing bercy at 11 o'clock at night yeah do you think that uh, guys are going to bust out the trash cans full of ice water again? We only see those. Maybe. Right? I mean, I don't know, man. I was contemplating, uh, like, 
Getting like, a kiddie pool or something? Yeah, because uh, I remember that yesterday at the trailer, the generator ran out of gas and there was no AC for a little bit. I'm like, man, it's hot. Like, <laughs> Maybe I need a little little kiddie pool or something. <laughs> hey, actually, Don, um, the racing on Wednesday should be good because the first gate drop for the 250 heat race is until 8 o'clock. And oh. we've seen it how it is out here. I mean, it does it stay light. right away. Yeah, it does cool yeah. off right away. Stays the light's going to be 10. weird, though. Yeah. Yeah. So qualifying is going to be a pain, though, because both of the time qualifying sessions are like four and five. So that's just peak heat here. Mm-hmm. So, so that's going to suck. Yeah. But they have a lot longer time, uh, like an hour and a half to redo the track. So whatever does happen, however beat and baked down it gets on Wednesday, they'll have ample time to get it redone. And then once the sun goes down and it gets cooler, all that moisture will come back out, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, you know, they raced yesterday. It was super hot. A lot of guys pooped out. Today, tomorrow to chill, and then Wednesday race again. Like, uh, There's not much time for recovery. Right? So Zero like, time. Like this morning, uh, you know, we, we went on a uh, light mountain bike ride. Mm-hmm. You're, on, you're on the e-bike. Did you, did you turn it up to boost? Oh, dude, I was boosting the whole time pretty much. <laughs> no, not really. Not the whole time, but... But like, you are watching your heart rate. Yeah, I was, just, I was just sort of watching my heart rate and just sort of riding with you guys, just sort of having some fun. Mm-hmm. That's what's so good about the e-bike. You know, I have to... GTE force, you know what I mean? It's pretty pretty awesome. But uh but yeah, it's it's a fun way to do a recovery ride. You can go hit some trails, you know, with the buddies and and still monitor your heart rate, which is cool cuz we have some really awesome trails here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you doing uh anything to like like are you trying to take a exceptionally large quantity of water every day to make sure you're hydrated up here? <sighs> so much water. Oh my gosh. Water like hydration, luckily you know, the good folks at Arma have me hooked up with that, so I'll have, uh, I'll be blitzed up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, it's just got to stay on top of uh, staying hydrated and, and just play it smart. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can really go backwards easy, you know, I mean, with two races per week. Yeah. I think it'll be easy to get behind the eight ball mm-hmm. in this uh, scheduling, physically, at yeah. least. You know, like, like I wonder, like the guys that cook themselves, like Freezy and and Hill and, and mm-hmm. Bowers, like, are they going to be behind the eight ball the rest of the time? Because they yeah. can't really recover, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. How about our guy Brock Tickle? I don't, so I don't really know what sort of happened there. It said he, like, punched the bike. I think it was, like, like during the punched crash. Punched during the crash. Not, not I think his anger. hand hit, like, the bar during the crash. Yeah. And he broke his hand again, yeah. But I think he's going to sit out Wednesday and then be back for Sunday. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. And he's yeah. already gone and found, like, a sports therapist here. So he mm-hmm. did some, like, STEM stuff today, and then he did, um, like, a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. Yeah, I think, didn't he FaceTime you while we were Yeah, we were, at the, we were at the mountain bike trail. So. Yeah. Dude, if that guy didn't have bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. And, and like, bummer for both, like, the whole is JGR it the J- team. Is it the JGR curse, though? I don't know. <laughs> They're always. No, because Freddie's there. He, he, he yeah, but Freddie didn't finish the main either. He pulled off early. He tweaked his ankle. Again? Yeah, he tweaked his ankle. <sighs> Poor dude. Yeah. So. And that sucks for him because, like, in his like stance, like, top 10 outdoor guy. Totally yeah. ripped, but just never been good at Supercross. Yeah, he just sort of never really – I mean, he's still a good Supercross rider. He could make some minor adjustments and be really, really good, I think. So, um, I don't know. I'm right there with him. He's my competition. I got to battle him, so. <laughs> hey, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Shane McGrath of the Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha team. 
BC Fit Mills has been a huge tool in my success by keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best way I possibly can. All their meals are super delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of trying to eat right daily. Visit their website at bcfitmills.com and sign yourself up today. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. Hey, it's Will Hahn, team manager of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. Works Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in motocross for over 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device to their original axle blocks. Works Connection parts are designed and produced in California, and we are proud to use them on our factory race bikes in Supercross and Motocross. Check them out at worksconnection.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Welcome back to the 60 Helmets Kickstart Podcast. Um, man, so did you watch the two videos? You didn't, right? No, did not you? really. I was just sort of in the uh, I was in the thing, in the tunnel. Yeah, so, man, McElrath was, like, perfect yesterday. I mean, the, from the big fat hull shot, you know, in the star bikes. And uh, I want to say at the end of that windy rhythm section, mm-hmm. the left turn, you know, guys were tripling that. Yeah. I think you were – you were wheel tapping. Yeah, I was just yeah. sort of like bouncing over it. Yeah, but uh, but he got that every lap after the first lap, and uh, I think that that section was pretty key in the race because I was paying attention and Chase Sexton was close to him, challenging him. But there's a couple times Chase didn't get that triple. Mm-hmm. McElrath got it every lap, and then in traffic, Shane still did it like right next to guys. And there's a few times that Chase didn't do it. I think I saw him not do it like six, seven times, and you know, I mean, I mean, Shane was good everywhere, but I mean, I know that that contributed to the, uh, to the little bit of a lead that he had. I mean, and uh, like through the whole day was flawless, you know, top mm-hmm. guy in both practice sessions was dominant in his heat race. Like, yeah, he was good. I think that that was a good race for him too, to come out and set the bar because I mean, just start steady chipping points away Yeah. Uh, for Sexton too. I think everybody's just like, yeah, he's got this, you know, defending guy has the most race wins so far. So good for Shane to come out and, like, set the tone early. Like, hey, I'm not done yet. Yeah. I think uh felt just like Tampa. Mm-hmm. 
the way he performed. But um, what's the points gap now? I want to say it's seven. Seven. So it's still a race. Yeah. Yeah, it'll still be close between those guys for, for quite some time. Um, let me tell you. Did you? Uh, yeah, seven. So, so. Uh, hey, right. big thing for Shane, like looking at the stats sheet right now, 41 laps led this season to Sexton's 11. So he has been like the most like upfront guy the whole time. Two wins now, so they're tied there. So, yeah, this will get interesting between those dudes as this keeps going on. It's tight. <laughs> tight race yeah. for the so championship. I wonder if uh, Colt will come into play. I mean, he had bad luck. He, Pierce Brown crashed in that at the end of that windy section. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dude, Colt went straight into him, T-boned him in the air. Jeez. But uh, he got back up and rode really fast. And when he was getting lapped, when he was the next guy that Shane was going to lap, I think they went eight laps. Colt got the blue flag for eight laps, but was same speed, right? And mm-hmm. then finally he's up and let him go. But he could get in there. Like if Shane wins and he gets second, he could uh, he could help his teammate. Like he's a dangerous guy because he has nothing to lose. Yeah. And the big thing for him, like, yeah, so he gets knocked down early. We talked to the star guys just a little bit after it was over, tweaked the front end, but then – his best lap times that came on late in the race, mm-hmm. he was one of the top five fastest guys. So to do that with a bike that's, you know, you're steering one way and the wheels going the other, yeah, that's a that's a big sign for him after almost a year since his last Supercross. I think he could totally make this thing interesting mm-hmm. as it keeps going on because in the same point, Sexton has Jeremy Martin. We'll see how that, that whole thing goes yeah. there too. Because I think Jeremy's getting forgotten about a bit because he rides at altitude. He rides a dry slick track with Eli like this. So yeah. this is in his wheelhouse too. Did you see March Banks get into it, like mm-hmm. smashed Martin? They they bumped each, uh, bumped each other a couple times. Yeah. So, and, like, that's another guy, too. March Banks is going to make this really, really good. You know, he's a local guy from here, and same thing for Pierce Brown. There's a handful of guys that could really play spoilers in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pierce Brown, he came from, like, last to fifth, didn't he, or something mm-hmm. like that? Charging. Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's the one who crashed, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. nuts. To fifth, that was pretty awesome. So, uh, other things, man. Kenny's tough block save was pretty amazing. Yeah, that was that was almost big. That that section right there, I'm gonna tell you right now, it was pretty rutted. Yeah. Like there were foot peg scrapes mm-hmm. on the second triple into the corner. Like mm-hmm. I mean, there was it was some deep, deep ruts right there, and every single one of them pitched you a different way. Mm-hmm. So like there would be one rut with a kicker, there'd be one rut that would be just kind of flat, and then one that would just be good. And that would be why sometimes guys would do the first triple. And, and just, hit the second and then just double, right? Yeah, and because. they would just case it. I, there was a few times where I cased the first one and just have to skim the rest of the rhythm and get all sketchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was just – it was really peaky through there. So it yeah, was a tough I rhythm think, section. I think I saw Malcolm. He had finally worked his way around somebody, and he then he did that. Yeah. Got, they got him back. But mm-hmm. uh, how were the whoops? The were whoops the, are fine. They were fine all day. Were they easy whoops? Yeah, they were, they were pretty easy for the most part. Yeah, they were short, round – built very well and they didn't break down as much because it was super hard pack so mm-hmm. i think the whoops were great i think everybody could have hit them though it mm-hmm. didn't seem like they took down rubber you know and they yeah. get that dry slick on the top like mm-hmm. it seemed like they held up pretty well and they, they didn't did turn black yeah they they held up really well what's the word from the uh dirtworks guys are they gonna 
Are we going to show up to the same track Wednesday? No. Are they changing lanes? Are uh, I looked at this thing. They just released it today. Uh, it's way different, way more complex. It runs a little bit uh, different direction. So instead of the first turn going to the left, now it's going to go a much tighter right turn and then a long rhythm lane the whole way down where that those simple rollers into the triple was. So that's a directional change. Um, finish line still in the same spot, but it's going to switch directions too. Mm -hmm. So like generally the same layout in certain ways, but then it's kind of mirrored. So right hand first turn, right hand first turn. Yeah. Jody's oh. going to have a field day with that. Oh my God. Yeah. So that'll be good. And then they, yeah, Feld released all the way until round 17 of what the tracks are going to look like. Mm -hmm. They get way more complex after like starting Wednesday going forward. Mm -hmm. So that'll be good because I think for you guys too, like I talked to a couple of 450 dudes and they're like, yeah, man, I'm OJing everything out here. And then 250 guys were like, yeah, we don't know how fast to hit it because we feel like with the altitude, the bike's not going that fast. And then we're just like slamming stuff because they're doing a quad before the finish line that Supercross Futures kids would probably do. You mm -hmm. know, there's weird stuff to some of this. So yeah. was it hard for you? No, I mean, it, the only the only issues that I sort of had with the track was just that single over table three. I mean, it was, I mean, I don't see how the lights guys were doing it because I was hitting her pretty pegged. But, I mean, that just goes to show how good the Star and Geico bikes are, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I I mentioned this in the uh, Pulp MX post-race podcast, mm -hmm. um, that racing the main event yesterday, it was literally, like, this reminded me, because you said something about Jody, it, it reminded me of riding REM. <laughs> <laughs> riding the, yeah, because it was, like, dusty and slick and, you know, rugged edges and everything like that, square edge. It just reminded me of freaking Glen Helen REM track. <laughs> yeah. So, man, we're in Salt Lake for another two and a half weeks. I'm excited. It's a nice area. It is. I like this place. You know, like whenever I got here, I was like, man, I got to spend three weeks with this. And then I got to thinking about it. I was like, man, we've been doing the same thing. I mean, or I have for the last 10 years. Just show up to the race, leave. You don't get to do anything. At least here, like we get a little bit of a change. It's kind of exciting. We get to go mm -hmm. mountain bike with our buddies, train at altitude, race supercross and i mean everything's awesome here i mean we have good food mm. you know i mean yeah there's riots going on in the streets right now but other than that i mean <laughs> it's a pretty awesome area to be to spend three weeks yeah we got to get you out to the uh the flying iron horse ranch i do did need you to go see there. that video from that place yeah it looks sick it's amazing we should do the 125 video there drive back out but no, it's at altitude. The thing, yeah, well, the thing is, so so uh, the guy that owns a track, he's got a couple bikes that he wants you to test, so we can go out there. Let's do it. Right after Wednesday, because there's more days off before the next race. Yeah. But um, that the mountain biking is awesome. We've been on. Well, I've been on three good rides so far. I just did that one this morning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're but, gonna have that. What is then, it? Thursday, Friday race to go watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that as well. So hopefully we can do something like that. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, did some nice hiking. There's nice hiking trails, good running trails. Everything you didn't was, like that hike you went I on? hated the hiking trail. <laughs> it was too hard. It was too hard to do, like, on a Friday Yeah. before the race. It smoked my legs, but it's all good. No, hiking sucks. It does. I've only been hiking, like, once or twice. And the whole time, both times, I'm thinking, this would be way more fun on a bicycle. Yeah, it would oh. be. So, so you mentioned pulp a little bit while ago. Like, mm -hmm. How did you think Mathis handled the, the the idea of a of a collab mountain bike jersey? I don't know. I mean, I think there's there's just too much like I don't know. 
We could put a star racing logo on it. Oh God, he would he would burn it. <laughs> he would burn it. Do like a star racing Pulpamex collab and then send it to his house. He would just burn it. Do it on the FMF drop tee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's pretty serious about his riding though, huh? Like, yeah. Like when we were like, okay, let's do a second lap. He's all, we got to not stop and talk the second lap because I need to sweat more. Yeah. Like he he's in it for the exercise. Yeah, not, I not like just it. The fun. Yeah, I'm uh, for me though I'm, on the e bike. I'm full. I'm full into the uh, motor on the thing. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously. I'm trying to recover because it's Monday morning. We just raced yesterday, but for the most part, when I'm on the e-bike, that thing's either in trailer boost. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you Getting know the what? full effect. Mathis says he's an eco. I don't believe it. I don't know, man. I was behind him for a little bit. It seemed like he was an eco. He was them calves that were flexing. Yeah, that's a lot of watts in there. Yeah. And yeah. Clav, them calves were flexing. Hey, Ray, you keep saying like, you know, how this is recovery after all this. Was it hard to mentally think about like I need to. uh run this like a real race instead of a practice day because it was so weird yesterday yeah yeah it was it was weird i mean it seemed literally like showing up to the track and it was like going out to practice it was like riding in corona it seemed like with like no fans and stuff and it was it was really tough you know and throughout the day i was trying to sort of save myself like not do too many laps in practice you know because i knew that that some of the uh, the altitude was going to get to a lot of people, so I just wanted to play it smart yesterday, and it sort of worked in my favor because I felt pretty good through throughout the day. I mean, I shot my wad a little bit in the LCQ, but other than that, I mean, it felt it felt pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely feel it getting to me though. Like, I mean, my throat was so dry and just coughing and hacking and stuff like that. You would have thought that coronavirus was freaking at the SGB racing truck. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth. Uh... It was worth letting it all hang out, though, because you got those checkers. Yeah, I got the checker. That was a big one-foot whip, too. Right? I thought it was pretty good. It was huh? a good one. Yeah, it was good. Just threw it the wrong way, so I couldn't get all the sponsor logos. Yeah, That's I okay. know. <laughs> Jeez. Well, hey, let's not overdo it. We've got another, uh, what, six of these to do mm-hmm. in our stand in Salt Lake. So thanks for listening, guys. Check out SwabMoneLive.com. Of course, uh, check out 60 Helmets, the helmet that revolutionized the way we all think about helmet safety. And... Uh, Talk to you next time. In 2013, 6D Helmets forever changed the way we think about motorcycle safety helmets. With its patented omnidirectional suspension system to help absorb rotational impacts, the original ATR1 helmet swept through the industry and was received with open arms by riders and racers alike. The new 6D ATR2 and ATR2U are even better than the original and carry a limited three-year warranty and a unique technology that allows the helmet to be rebuilt after most crashes. Visit 60helmets.com for more info.